0: Footsteps behind you as you enter the woods. Night draws back its cape. Light illumines your path. Open your eyes. Listen. Welcome to Dark Softly Tales. Dark stories for dark hearts. I'm Mab MavSky. Good evening, and welcome to Your Nightmares, where we like to keep it dark and dreamy here at Dark Softly Tales. I'm your host, Mav. And welcome back to the regular program. We find ourselves at episode 100. Wow. Thanks to everyone who has supported Dark Softly Tales along the way and what a journey it has been through the pandemic and beyond. Holy smokes. We are kicking off October with another Edgar Allan Poe classic, The Raven. It's written as a poem, but if you listen carefully, it's actually a story. If you look at the background of the story, Poe says he was just using various popular methods at the time to write it, but I don't believe that for one second, but it's a convenient cover. If you listen to his phrasing and the way he uses the words, the words that he chooses, it's a confession of guilt. But I'll let you listen and decide. I rehearsed and rehearsed this until my throat went coarse and I wanted to get it just perfect, at least as perfect as I'm capable of. Again, I had the chills while narrating this and I hope it gives you the shivers as well. Oh, And before I forget, just wanted to let you know that I made a storybook style YouTube video for the Raven. You can find the link in the program notes. Now, I'm seeing a fine mist rising up to a full chilly October moon. What's that you say? You hear something tap, tap, tapping at your chamber room door? Hmm, I wonder who that could be. Take my hand and hang on tight as we journey into the dark, soft The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Narrated by Mav Sky Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while i nodded nearly napping suddenly there came a tapping as of someone gently rapping rapping at my chamber door tis some visitor i muttered tapping at my chamber door only this and nothing more ah distinctly i remember it was in the bleak december and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow, from my books surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Nameless, here, forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor." entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor, entreating entrance at my chamber door. This is it, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or Madam, truly your forgiveness I implore, The fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, Long I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, An echo murmured back the word, Lenore, merrily this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again, I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, Surely that is something at my window-lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, one with many a flirt and flutter. In there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly and grim and ancient raven Wandering from the nightly shore Tell me what thy lordly name is On the night's plutonian shore Quoth the raven Nevermore Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear, Discourse so plainly, Though its answer little meaning, Little revelancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing That no living human being Ever yet was blessed with seeing Bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculptured bust Above his chamber door With such name as Nevermore. then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by replies so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master, whom, unmerciful disaster, followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore. Till the dirges of his hope, that melancholy burden bore, Of never, nevermore. But the raven still beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, Straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird, And bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking... This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser Perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim, whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Ruch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite, respite in Nepenthe, from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh, quaff this kind of Nepenthe, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, Prophet still, if bird or devil, Whether tempter sent, or whether tempest tossed, Thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, On this desert land enchanted, On this home by horror haunted, Tell me truly, I implore. Is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil. Prophet still, if bird or devil. By that heaven that bends above us by that god we both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden if within the distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels named Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore. Quoth the raven Nevermore that word our sign in parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonium shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave thy loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven. Nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting on that pallid bust of Pallas just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming. And the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor and my soul from out that shadow that flies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore who likes dark stories people who have experienced a touch of the dark side people who are a little wiser to the world